Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I'm joined today by my two semi-irate co-hosts. To my right, it is the one, the only, Uncle Sam. Fucking window tent. <laughs> window tent. Are you to my left, kidding me? It is none other than our very own Mr. Solo, Mike Palazzolo. Semi-irate because only half of us are irate, and I'm not the, the half that's irate. There's only one irate co-host today. And behind the computer, as always, it's Bruce Tugboat Venditti. What's going on? All righty. Didn't work. <laughs> nah, he tried to set up a camera on himself and didn't, didn't do it right. So I'll fix it. Got to get the Instagram. It just on. needs to be lowered there. All we got is the bottom of your chin. That's exactly what it's supposed to look like. I'm sorry. It should go down a little more so we can see your shirt that says "I love sausage" on it. Can you can you pan it down a little bit? Anyways, I'm not um, up there yet. So, how was everyone's weekend, Uncle Sam? I was all right. Okay. How was today? Good day at work. Yeah, it was great. Living the dream. Living the dream. Zola, watch some good football over the weekend. Hey, he's holding back. He's holding back, I guess. What? You, you came in with this preamp. You have one thing, I thought. You had a, yeah, what are you you're talking one about? thing. You have one fucking thing. Fucking ticket, dude. Window tent. Stupidest thing police can ever write ticket for. Give me a fucking break. You're all assholes. Every fucking one of Most you. Most of you. That write people for window tent suck. Suck. Go ahead. Zola, how was your weekend? Weekend was strong. Take us from the top. Weekend was strong. Friday, I didn't do anything. Saturday, I played like four hours of pickle, and then I did whirly ball at night. We missed you. The Arabs are very disappointed that you didn't show up. They the wanted Arabs you wanted soon. you at, at both. Sorry, they both wanted you. you. They wanted us at whirly ball. I don't do whirly ball. Do you know? I whirly? have my own version of pickle that I play. It's not. It's whirly not pickle. pickle it's not pickle. Okay. Whirly ball. You're in a bumper car, and you got a little scooper with a wiffle ball, and you shoot it at a net, and you beat the shit out of each other. In in a go kart, you hit each other with go karts and try and score goals. That's yeah. interesting, actually. I just what I'm saying. Here we I are. Would li- I would like to do that with Bruce. Well, maybe we'll do it. He can't drive. We're gonna do tipped shit. softball whirly ball party. Tipped whirly ball. Why? Tipped just because I was doing 85 on 94, I, I drive like shit. Well, yeah, and I and I get a ticket doing a speed limit there's for a fucking window tint. Yeah, I mean, it happens to the best of us. Yeah. I've had many a window tint tickets in my day. Anyway, but, uh, anyways. Great weekend had by all, it seems like. Uh, did you eat anything interesting? No. Did you eat anything interesting? Or was it a low-key food weekend? No, it was low Nothing, Nothing out of the norm. Nothing to talk nothing about. Nothing out of the norm. Nothing, yeah, I agree. I was finally feel better today. So I had some pizza. That was it. From where? And it wasn't very good. From where? I, I don't even remember. You know, we should we should have a group eat live on video of Wong's Fu Wa one day. What's that? Wong's Fu Wa is... The most beautifully ghetto, perfect Chinese place. And where's that at? Is it in Redford or Garden City? Uh, Garden City. It's absolutely fabulous. It used to be at the end of his street. It was fabulous. Top-notch Chinese food. Anyways, President Baker's out there. They gave you enough food to just choke a horse. They, You ordered one order of something, and it lasted you for four days. And you know how we eat. We like to eat. Yeah, I want to do... Um, I wish there was good Korean barbecue around here. Have you ever had Korean barbecue? Yes, I have. You you have yes, I'm I'm intrigued by that. I feel like Why? you wouldn't be about that. Why? I don't know. All my kids love Asian food, so you're about. We, we've done just about everything. Wow. I had white people tacos yesterday. What's Did a you? white thought of you? Tacos made by white people at a birthday party. 
Not they usually me. call those street tacos because they don't know what a real fucking taco is. What is a real white, taco? White people call it street taco. A real taco is a street taco, correct? What white people call a street taco. But like the tacos that we have with like the giant tortilla and the ground beef, cheese, tomato, that, That's lettuce. all bullshit. They yeah. don't. They that's don't. a white person. Taco. A real taco does not have cheese on it. That it has cohesive? cheese, but not not melted cheese at all. It's not melted. It's the, the, the I white don't even crab. like cojita. I had I it's had like shredded I had shredded American. Yeah, it was just the it's queso blanco, no shredded American. Any yeah. kind of shredded cheese on it, it's not real. The ta- first thing first, the tacos weren't that bad because they had all the fixins, but it just you know, when I think of tacos, and I'm gonna duck actually. When I think of tacos, I th- I think of Taco Bell. It's been many a days when at Two in the morning, getting out of the bar when I've stopped at Taco Bell and got a got a goddamn Raw thirty pack. Raw on the same got place. a thirty pack. The taco twelve pack. Puked that fucker up all When's night. When's the last time you had White Castle? I oh. have White Castle every now and then. Probably White once Castle. every couple of months. I gotta have it. It's biannually, and and you mm-hmm. let me know when you want to do White Castle here. Do you, will you eat it? Oh my god, yes. Yeah, oh, dude. you do. We get jalapeno White Castle. We get like two two jalapeno crave cases. We get two crave cases between the four of us, and then like three sacks of chicken rings. They have yeah. the best fast food I, chicken. I, I actually I like the onion chips too. Fuck it, get them. I'm a chicken big onion. Rings, I'm an onion chip guy. I'm a big I love chicken them. ring guy. Yeah, the chicken I, rings are elite. Me and Nick had two crave cases. That's and, normally what I get. Me and Nikki killed a crave case by ourselves one time. Oh, yeah, it's the most could, disgusting thing that's ever. Happened. I could do that no easily. Yeah. Fifteen of them. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like 15 bucks. I can do 15 with no problem. Yeah, not even thinking about it. The only problem I have is I can't work the next day. Yeah, just be on the fucking toilet. I'll be too... <laughs> you get the leg shakes, the weird Oh, I start birds. singing. You know, yeah. you got to get the legs up in the air. Yeah. And it's just kabooge. Look like the Japanese flag. It's like kabooge. Because you know your <laughs> stomach will start to hurt after a while. Yeah. So you got to get it out. Yeah. The quick ass. Kabooge. Um, I heard you have five things. I have five things today. So we didn't have a Lions game this weekend. Uh, obviously, we've celebrated the Lions quite a bit already in the last seven days. Um, so I have five things today, and I want to go through them. But I think we need to address the elephant in the room first. Even before we do the five things. No? Do you your five wanna, things. You want to do my five things? Do your five things. Okay. Is the elephant in the room included in your five things? No. I intentionally left it out. Right, so that go. way we could hit it. Five things. All right. My five things, and I want us to touch on these, and then we'll get into the game recaps and everything else. Number one, and this one jumped out to me hardest, I think. The Cincinnati Bengals are are actually bad. I don't know what's going on there. I can't figure it out. I've noticed a few things now. One, they lost pieces on defense that, that were that were vital because they haven't Jesse Bates. They haven't. Yes. And Jesse Bates is playing out of his mind right now. And I don't think they've been able to compensate for that. They made Ryan Tannehill. I, I thought the kid from Michigan Dax Hills played well. He very has, well. He, he has. has, but it's not enough. It's not the same. They, they, they have no run defense whatsoever. They realistically didn't have, they don't have any Supreme. Their defense just looks watered down compared to what we've seen. That's number one. Number two, the offensive line, it looked halfway deep last year. It's and offensive. it is absolutely fucking awful now. And three, and I'm not going to beat around the bush here, we keep saying Joe Burrow's injured and that's why he looks so bad. Joe Burrow looks really, really bad right now. It might be the calf. It might be 
something between the ears, but he looks bad. And he, I mean, Jamar Chase was visibly upset after yesterday's game, saying that he's always open, and he's been open, and Joe Burrow is missing him. Their offensive line, Joe McCain. He, he's too busy started. trying to fucking run for his life. It's just to bad. even look downfield right now. It just, just looks bad. There's, I don't know what it is. They don't have a tight end to answer at no, all. They at all. A, they don't have a tight end. And that's a quarterback's best friend, and he doesn't have one. And, and Burrow's constantly in trouble. Yeah. Is constantly. this five things just on that they, game, they or is that run first thing? No, that's the first thing. Okay, can I, can I chime in here? Yes, have at it. I'm going to spit some numbers at you, and they're, they're not mine, but I'm going to spit some numbers at you guys on Joe Burrow. And I am a Joe Burrow apologist because I watched him in college. I think he's Absolutely incredible. Absolutely love him. I don't think what he did his two of you know last year and the year before, I don't think it was a fluke. I think he's excellent. I agree. I definitely think he's messed up right now. Let me tell you why. Since being made – Excuse me, I already messed up. Since being made the highest paid player in the NFL, he has the lowest passer rating at 691, 69.1, behind Zach Wilson and the ever-horrible Desmond Ritter. He has less passing yards than Josh Dobbs and Justin Fields after yesterday. Jesus Christ. He has a lower completion percentage than every quarterback besides Jordan Love and Anthony Richardson. And the least amount of passing TDs of any starting quarterback in the league. He's off to a horrible, Awful. horrible, horrible start. And we know, like, if people want to bash him and say Cincinnati's bad, by the way, no shout-out given to Joe Ede. Joe Ede, you'll never see this, but you suck. I hate you, and your music is horrible. He's a huge Bengals fan. Anyways, um, I <laughs> we, we can't ignore what Burrow did in his last four years. I mean, the, his his Heisman season, and it was one of the best quarterback seasons I've ever seen at LSU. Okay, so his Heisman season, his national championship, he tore, he tears his ACL his rookie year, and then years two and three, he goes to Super Bowl and AFC Championship game. Right. We can't ignore that. So no. I don't think Burrow is that bad. I don't. I didn't say Burrow's bad. It's the Bengals. The Bengals right now are actually bad. But it starts with Burrow. Correct. Burrow is playing awful at this moment. Does that mean Joe Burrow is bad? No. Burrow is playing awful, and the team around him is suffering immensely for it. And I'll be honest, I, right now, today, I don't think the Bengals are making the playoffs. Like, I, I think there's a situation where they're not in the playoffs. If they can't turn this around real soon, that's exactly what's going to happen. Because there are some serious other competition in the AFC now. And this is going to take. Well, me the- they're kind of lucky. Tug and rub is hurt, so they got some injuries going on over there. So they they'll drop a few games here because obviously Dorian Thompson. Guess what? I'll be honest with you. If Cincinnati played Cleveland yesterday, Cleveland win. Cleveland would have won. But Possibly. this this the AFC as a whole is bringing me into my second point here. Please, Houston's a playoff team. They're for real. Do you think division division winner or, or wild card? I, I don't think it's going to be a division winner. All right, I'll, I I think that at the end of the day, Jacksonville is I Jacksonville. Still, they bounced. beat Jacksonville already. I I'm still aware it could be a division winner. I'm aware. I don't think Houston because you have to remember at the end, Stroud is playing out of his mind right now. And do I think he's good? Do I think he's the real deal? Yes, but I don't think he's going to continue to be this out of his mind. That's number one. Number two, teams are going to catch on, right? Most people didn't know who Houston's receivers were to start out the season, and now everybody looks all world. Nico Collins and Tank Dell and 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 Robert Wood, like this ragtag group of receivers right now looks all world. Three, their defense is legit. At the end of the day, 
defensively. And they're hurt. And, they, and they've they're banged got up. so many injuries on their defense. I, I'm not going to sit here and say that I think Houston's going to win a division right now. Because at the end of the day, yesterday I watched Jacksonville turn that corner a little bit. But I think Houston is a playoff team. Go ahead. You first, Uncle Sam. You've been touting D'Amico Ryans for as long as I've known you. No, he's doing it the right way. What are they doing? They're controlling the ball. They're uh, line of scrimmage, both sides. They're, they're controlling both, both sides, sides of the ball. And they got what's what's really good is they got Stroud on a rhythm. Stroud yeah. is in rhythm, man. He Stroud he's not sitting back there. He's not right taking now. sacks. Yeah. I know. He, he's he's stepping up into the pocket. He's not scared. And he's, he's putting the ball downfield. And I told you guys from the beginning, this guy is the most, he can make all the throws. He was the most ready quarterback in the draft. It's a, it's, it's a pleasure to watch CJ. It is. Yes, it is. It's pure to watch him right now. And he's probably at the moment, he's a top five quarterback. Is he as electric as Anthony Richardson? No. On, honestly, never gonna be, and doesn't have the cannon that Richardson has. He doesn't. Either. Never gonna be. But never right gonna now, be Anthony Richardson. Right now, almost Anthony Richardson is Anthony Cam Richardson Newton reincarnated. He's destined for Cam Newton. That's, that's he's gonna have a couple great, correct, fantastic years till teams catch up with it. And my and it'll be over. My honorable mention into this Houston is a playoff team thing is not this year, but next year if Indianapolis can. Add a couple pieces. Indianapolis could easily that you could have three playoff teams come out of that division. You could yes. if Jacksonville holds their end of the bargain. Uh, back to Nico Collins real quick. He leads the league in yards after catch, and he is just oh man, he looks so good. He was good at Michigan too. He got overshadowed in that recruiting class because they landed Donovan Peoples Jones, who was from here, went to Cast Tech, was a five star. Michigan went into Alabama. And raided Nico Collins, who was the best receiver in Alabama, stole him out of their backyard. And Nico Collins, he was kind of banged up in college, but he did some damage. He was that big 6'4", down-the-field threat, and it's showing right now. He's got a guy— It's showing at the level it should show. Yeah. He reminds me of mini Calvin Johnson with his size and his speed and watching him just stride like a gazelle down the field after he makes catches. It's a pleasure to watch him. Tank Dell has been as advertised, and he's even making Dalton Schultz look good. And you know what else? It made their run game benefit yesterday. Damon Pierce finally had a serviceable game. Why why do you think that is? They're I mean, actually throwing to set up the run. When you gotta set up the when you when you gotta respect the pass, it's gonna set up the run. And when you gotta respect the run, it's gonna set up the pass. It's right. a symbiotic relationship. It goes hand in hand. It is an absolute pleasure watching CJ Stroud dominate right now. Their defense is for real. It's a bunch of no name guys. They're missing Stingley and and, and, they're, and they're, they're you know, they're gonna I think they still have they still have one pick next year. They traded one pick, but right. they still have another pick. And um, it's going to be really fun to watch them going forward. They are doing it the right way. I don't they, know whose pick they have. Whose is it? They have their – I don't remember. They I, their, I, I, I don't think pick. they do have their pick. They have somebody else's pick. I they know. have someone else's pick. That's why they were able to go and move up to go get Will right. Anderson and Stroud last year. And uh, it's just it's – fu- it's fun to watch them. I'm excited to watch Stroud and Collins and Dell every week. I agree. You look at, you look at the trade – that they had made when they got rid of uh, Tug and Rub. That's how you got the best defensive player, supposedly, Correct. and yes, the best quarterback in the draft. Right, and, and I mean they just they they've added all these pieces over the last two three years. Yeah, and that was for Tug and Rub, and they get one more next year. 
One more pick next year. Oh, for that's Tiger right. Woods. Okay, so Cleveland's. It's Cle- they, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I think they traded their pick. I think they traded their pick this year to move up. To move up. Their pick is looking like it's going further and further back. If it's their pick, the Cleveland pick in all likelihood, will be higher than their pick. Either way, they're still going to have a mid-round first to do whatever they want. It doesn't seem like they have to make their offense better. Maybe you add a running back or whatever, but they can keep adding to D'Amico Ryan's defense. And then again, Stingley comes back next year. Another year of Will Anderson under his belt. They need to add to the the defensive line. They need to get some studs up front. All right. I'm staying. I only have one NFC out of my five things, and I'm saving that one for last. Uh, Number three on my three things, five things. I actually like Denver going forward this season, and I think that they are a lot closer than people think to being good. I'm the other way around. I thought I thought Chicago was the teams of the two. Like, I expected Denver to roll, and I thought the Bears were the team out of the two that actually looked decent yesterday, and that's saying a lot coming from me. Well, wait a minute. I want to hear your justification. So, this is my justification. They were down 28-7, what, at the half, correct? Yeah, 28-7 going into the fourth quarter. Going into the fourth quarter. And they came back and won that game. Their other two losses on the year. Now, granted, granted, they're not to the best teams. Was to Vegas by one and was to Washington by two. So, right now, they are essentially two possessions away from being a three and one football team. Granted, that one loss was a 70 to 20 loss to Miami. I as 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 bad as it sounds, and I know this is a hard one for everybody to wrap their head around. They came back, they were I'm pretty sure they were getting blown out pretty good in that Washington game, weren't they? Or was yeah, that they, they, they came they, back? They had, they, to push, they had to push back they in the Washington. They pushed back game. and came there, right? Chicago yesterday, they were getting blown out of the door by probably the worst team in football. They came back and won it. If they can actually, if they can play three quarters of football, the way that they have been playing one quarter of football, they they I think they're going to win some games, and I think that they're almost they're to that point where that division right now, I have more faith in Denver than I do the Chargers, especially now with the situation that's unfolding there with Herbert and Vegas hands down. Right now, Denver is the only other team in that division that I think could win more than five games, six games. They were this close. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Rebuke me. See what happens. Well, I mean, Javante Williams is out again now. Who knows for how long? I mean, that that Jaleel Jaleel McLaughlin Jaleel McLaughlin stepped up pretty good yesterday. Yeah, he stepped in and and he. Basically took that close. took that spot. They they looked good. I mean, granted, they were getting blown out, but when they got it together, when it all comes around, they actually look good. Like the you know, and, and at times Russell good. Wilson looked like the old Russell. Wilson. That's what I'm saying. You're starting and, and, to see the glimmer. But of it. It, like you just said, they haven't been able to do that for uh, a three quarters of a game. They haven't been able to do it for for two quarters of a game. They do it for one quarter of a game. Seems like one quarter of a game, he looks like his old self. The rest of it's dog shit. That, that Nathaniel Hackett just left such a big mess that, that can't, they can't get their shit together for, <laughs> for three and a half quarters. Well, I, I wouldn't necessarily say it was all his fault. Oh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm no. just being sarcastic right now. Um, Not to say that that wasn't true, though. I, I like your justification on what they did in those in those couple games. I don't think any of their opponents have been good except for Miami. Agreed. 
Um, you're gonna you're gonna lose. You're probably gonna split with the Chargers. Maybe they win one against the Chargers. Depends how D- Brandon Staley wants to choke one of those games yeah. away. Maybe he had another choke. By the way, yesterday we'll get to that. Um, you're gonna lose to the Chiefs twice, probably. Yeah. You already lost to the Raiders once, and it was at home too, if I remember correctly. Um, don't disagree on the justification. I could see it. I'd have to take a big step back and say, well, what's going on with the AFC? And you just brought up a team in the Texans that I think like it's like the NCAA bracket where bubbles start to burst. Right. We're starting to see some bubbles burst on teams that we're supposed to be in that are not going to be anymore and, then, and vice versa. And Denver was a team that had a chance to be up there, but now there's other teams emerging in the AFC that right. can cause a problem. They're so, a bubble team. So maybe they're closer than we think. I need to see them string together some good shit shit for me to actually buy into them because the fact that they were down as bad to Chicago was a problem in itself because Chicago is an absolute unmitigated disaster right now. Awful. So I I would like to see them do more. I will say this. I watched quite a bit of that game. Fields looked good yesterday. Fields. Fields looked good. Actually looked like a quarterback yesterday Mm -hmm. in some some sense. But did Fields Uh, look good because Denver's defense was incompetent or did Fields look good because he looked good? That was a combination of both. Fair. I, I truly think their defense yesterday, they were playing really soft for some reason. And they weren't really blitzing fields because I think they were so scared of him taking off and running that that had them kind of on their heels for three quarters. <laughs> so but then in the fourth quarter, they got to him. They were knocking him down. Fields was missing passes because that's what he does. And uh, it wound up being what it was. Next week, the Broncos play the Jets. Okay. If they if they can play halfway decent for more than a quarter against that Jets defense, which I know we're gonna get into that later on, yeah. that will that will speak volumes. That's a tough test. That's a tough That's test. A really That's tough a tough test because I agree Russ has been playing well from start to finish this year, and they're kind of missing some pieces. Yes. But that's a tough test, that's right? A tough there. test. It's in New York too, if I remember correctly. They've got no, a shit it's ton in Denver. Of, it's in listen, Denver. They've got a shit ton of injuries in Denver. They're missing their guy, their signal caller on defense. They're missing their guy who went out hurt last week. And I guess he is he done for the year? Who? Jewel? Josie Jewel. I don't think he's done for the year, no. Well, I don't know. No, there's an he update on him last, today. It wasn't done for the year. Went out of that game last week, the you know, the track meet last week. Okay. Fourth thing? My fourth thing. Uh after yesterday, I am officially ready to say that the Bilicek era is over. And the Patriots being a playoff team is over. And they need to tear this thing all the way down, and they need to rebuild it from, from, the, from the bottom up. You don't have a quarterback. You don't have a receiving core. Uh, for some reason, he doesn't like Ramondre Stevenson anymore, and Zeke's going to be the starter now. Uh, your defense now is... I mean, they've, they've injury-ridden. They've got some real studs on their defense. Yeah, Judon's going to be out for the year. Christian Gonzalez, Christian who Gonzalez gonna somehow got rookie of the month over Brian Branch. I've, that's bullshit. But Who is? Christian Gonzalez. Gonzalez got it over Brian Branch. But Christian, Christian Gonzalez has a shoulder injury now. Yeah. So, um, that's it. You're decimated. They got they got some studs on their defense. They do. Dietrich Wise is a good player. They got Bentley. But, Bentley is but a that's beast. Great. We that's said great. tear it down to the studs. Tear it down all the way down. It, it's it's done. And realistically, I don't know how much longer we're going to see him there. No, I disagree on that last part. He has a personal vendetta 
against Don Shula. Do you know about this? I do not know about this. Google Belichick and Don Shula right now. So so Belichick is going to continue to coach. Until he breaks his record. Until he breaks Don Shula's record, which he actually isn't too far from breaking. No. It's I think it's like 12 games or something like that. But Don Shula had some comments uh, after the Patriots choked away the undefeated season. He goes, you know, he couldn't get it done. They weren't as tough as we were. I don't care or something. I, I don't know the exact context. R.I.P. Don but, Shula. But Belichick took it really personally and then eventually told people around him, I'm going to continue to coach until I break Don Shula's record. He needs 18 total wins. 18. Okay. So hypothetically. That was before this year. That was before this year. So what do they got? One? They got one. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take a little bit to get those 18 wins. Yeah. But, but I, I think he hangs around for a second to get those 18 wins, and then he retires. But agreed 100%. What was Mac Jones? Three turnovers yesterday, a pick, a pick six, and a fumble return for a yeah, touchdown. It was all, that was, that he was, was never good. Mac Jones was never fucking good. And you got sold the Patriot narrative because he came in his rookie year and he kind of played okay. He is not good. His backup was more effective than him last year, Bailey Zappi. Okay, so they need a quarterback. I am what, what cordially inviting the them to the Caleb Williams loss of the New England Patriots beside Tom Brady. The biggest loss? Beside Tom Brady just leaving, what was the biggest loss they had? Oh, don't say Josh McDaniels. No. No. I, I don't know. Nothing on the coaching staff. It's a player. It, who was the one guy that could have come back there and kind of held it in the grip a little bit? I don't know. Tell me. You you really don't know? Edelman. I think oh, that loss. Come on. That loss of Edelman destroyed them. Listen, if you watch if you watch Edelman. Am I wrong talk, on that? Or no, no. It's I, I I do think you're wrong on that. Okay. If you watch Edelman talk about his time in New England, the reason why it worked is because him and Brady were on such the same page. Edelman would have been like remember when they when Wes Walker went to Denver and he was okay, but he wasn't other world, it wasn't all fucking pro like he was when he was in New England. Well, Wes Rucker is already his 56 concussion. In. Yes, but I mean, what? Let's I mean, be real. That's Edelman why was they right didn't resign him. Edelman's Edelman has said in interviews, Tom would say, "Just go get open," and he'd find him. Like they didn't even run plays. Like that only works with very specific people. I think that when you started to lose your Donta Hightowers and your Jamie Collins and your Chandler Jones, it was a whole bunch, and of you guys. stopped paying all of those guys. Well, because they didn't then, want to. They correct. didn't want to pay him. That's why they all left. But that works when you have Tom Brady. But when you got Patrick Chung. That works when you have Tom Brady. Listen. You can roll with Patrick Chung and the Harmons and the McCordys. But then when you don't have Tom Brady and you're banking solely on your defense, it doesn't work. I think Wes Walker was very, very underrated. I agree. I, I think Julian Edelman was hugely The best underrated. receiving core he ever had was when it was early Gronk. Yep. Uh, Aaron Hernandez, Wes Welker, and Randy Moss. And that yeah, was the that best. Yeah, that there was a, a machine. They, they didn't, didn't even win. win. They didn't even win. And that was the best. Like, that's the only time he ever, like, really had guys he could sink his teeth through. I, I, I want to talk about the Patriots best receiving real quick. Core. No. His best receiving core was in Tampa. Probably, that's yeah. probably true. Probably. Yeah. Um, they, they, they've been running a system for years. And they've always over. It, it kind of reminds me of the Chiefs. Of course the Chiefs have Mahomes. Of course they have Kelsey and Chris Jones. I don't think the Chiefs have the most talented roster, but and, and it was not. It wasn't the same with the Patriots. I don't think they ever had the most talented no, roster. No, they never. Did. They had a system, and they had a system of buying in and winning and doing things a certain way and working hard. And 
I'm telling you, a lot of teams would have crushed those Patriots teams, but they always played over their potential because Every it started at the top. Every guy that left the New England Patriots. They never go on to do they anything. They never panned out. To, and, the only one I would say that panned out just a little bit, Chandler Jones. Okay, and bigger bigger picture. Letting down. Bigger picture. For a decade and a half, teams <laughs> have been trying to recreate the Patriot way. A, a great example is the Chiefs 15 years ago. They brought in Scott Pioli. They brought in the Chiefs general. Uh, they brought in the guy who was helping make decisions in uh, in New England, and Scott Pioli. And the Chiefs couldn't get it done. And the Falcons tried to do it as well. And uh, it just it just goes to show it's a it's a system. And we try to do it here. We try to recreate Patriot way here. Didn't work. Didn't even come close to working. It never has. And the system's starting to falter because that era of players that kind of brought them over the hump and, and that helped them win, they're gone. Correct. Everybody's gone. And then on top of that, in every sport, it's cyclical. If you go so long without picking at the top of a draft and without bringing in top-tier talent for as long as possible, eventually it's going to show. And guess what? It They've showed. been picking at the back of drafts for a long time, and now they're talent depleted. Completely. So they do need to rebuild in certain ways. There's pieces to like. Um, but they got a I, lot of nice young pieces. They got young pieces on defense that are real nice. Offensively, they're still missing weapons they don't have. They have one, uh, Tyquan Thornton, but he's on IR. I wouldn't call him. I wouldn't call him. They, I, he's they a weapon, need, dude. The they need top-tier people he, to come and help Baylor, dude, you buy 100 relay that's team. Great. runs a 4 2 40 You buy into all of this Patriot garbage like I used to. I, I don't buy Kendrick into any isn't garbage. Good. I'm not the bandwagoner you are. Tyquan Thornton isn't good. Okay, the booty guy ain't good. None of them are good. He's you actually can, pretty good. You Bo- can make Booty a case. Was good in college. On offense, you can make a case that Ramondre Stevenson is okay. Yes. And that's someone you can continue to have. You ask Judon if he still has some life in him, if he wants to wait it out. You got Christian Gonzalez. Other than that, I don't know who is untouchable in that in that system. I know you disagree. I like Bentley. Bentley's real yeah, nice. Dude, you're talking about guys. Dietrich that, Wise is very young. He's you know, real nice. You know what Juwan Bentley is? He's their Alex Anzalone. Oh, oh stop. Yeah, he uh, is. You need to fucking stop. He is. Yeah, you need to watch him. He plays downhill constantly. He's their Alex listen, Anzalone. Listen, listen. This is a loaded Sunday recap. We've spent too much time talking about Way a team too much that, that comes days. out of my ass after the White Okay, we, can we go to the games? Go. We have, he's got one more thing. That was the fifth thing I thought. That was the fourth Motherfucker, what's the fifth thing? All right, you can say what you want about my five things, but they've incited some nice conversation, okay? So, we don't have Lions to talk about today, so we had to fill up the first half hour somehow. So, okay. my next top, my next, my fifth thing, the NFC South is going to be the most competitive division in football. Well, they kill each other. And we we had this conversation when the schedule came out. We knew something favorable was going to happen for one of those teams because they get to play each other. And all of them finished with bad records last year. Um, It's just weird, and we'll we'll get to it. It's weird the team that's emerging. It's the team that we all picked to finish last, which is Tampa. But they're they're good. They're good. We can't we can't not say they're good. They lost to the Eagles, and it wasn't even that bad of a loss, even if the Eagles aren't great. But Tampa is good. And uh, that's a team that the Lions play in two weeks that they're probably going to have their hands full with. Tampa is a good team. Go ahead. I see you I over agree. there. Oh, I agree. Who do you think comes out of the division? I, I don't know. I think I it's Tampa. I figure this out. I, I think, don't think, I think it's, it's Tampa. Tampa. For me, I'm still between Atlanta and New Orleans. 
at some okay. At at what point are we going to give up on the Tesman thing here? <laughs> I'm not. We'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. I want to talk about both of those teams when we talk about yesterday. The Mike Evans injury now is is that could derail things. That could for them. yes. That could that could get very scary very because quick. without Evans they don't have that big body threat. They, they that's a massive loss for their offense. Even though that what's his name looked uh, actually really good yesterday. He had a couple of touchdown Godwin. passes. No, it wasn't Godwin. Who oh, the, the white tight end. No, the uh, not Otten. The other guy, the new, the receiver. He's a rookie. Uh, I'm having a moment right now. I'm I'm pulling an Uncle Sam. Hold on. That's me. I usually I'm good for forgetting one or mixing someone up. Once Devin Tompkins. Devin Tompkins. I thought he looked pretty good yesterday. Four receptions, 45 yards, and touchdown. I liked watching him play. I, nobody knows who he is, but I I know who he is. You know Devin Tompkins? Yes, I do. You big Buccaneers guy. He now? was a rookie last year. All right, should we get into it? Yeah, and we could spend a little bit less talking about some of these things, Correct. considering what we did. Yeah, but we've yes. already discussed some stuff. Let's go. Well, start we're in London. Start in London uh, with God. Atlanta playing Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville ended up besting them twenty-three to seven. Um, this game was never really in question no. at all. Um, Jacksonville was in complete control. I liked the way Jacksonville's defense played yesterday. They had they they did a nice job stopping Ritter. But again, the big question mark here for this Jacksonville defense is can they stop the run? Josh Allen had three sacks yesterday. Yeah. It was it was it was nasty. That and you wanna know what's odd? B. John Robinson had a hundred yard rushing game. And their and Atlanta's offensive line looked awful. I know. I mean, absolutely awful. So, testament to how good Bijan actually is. As far as Jacksonville's offense, I was finally happy yesterday. I was, I finally I was happy. I don't know. I have a hot take. I, I, I don't think they played that complete of a game. <laughs> I, I watched it because it was on yesterday morning. I was watching it on my phone. Did you watch Andy's Room telecast? Because I did. I'm sorry. Did you watch the Andy's Room telecast? Because I did with my what niece. Is that? They had a Toy Story television. No, I don't watch it. We went into Andy's room. No, I, I it was in Taylor Swift's room. It's fucking disgusting. Anyway, um, I I I watched the game. I thought it was a little more competitive than than, than I, it looked. I did too. It it was competitive in the second yeah. half. Yes, but uh, Desmond Ritter. I I don't know what it is about him. He's not going to go much further than what he is right now. And what he is is bottom three. He's bottom one, I think. Bottom three. And I thought of you the entire time I watched because it's Heineke time, baby. He's a bottom three quarterback. It's Heineke time. Coach uh, Coach Smith didn't exist. Is that is that his name? Or Mike Smith. Are, Smith. Uh, he he didn't. Uh, he he said they're going to stick with Ritter, but they're not. You can't let they that can't. go on. They can't do that. Listen, and you know I, what? I, this I wasn't meant to be their year. I mean, it kind of right. felt like it because the door was open. But I know you were high on Ritter from the start or said he could have potential. He he ain't it. And you know what? You go get a quarterback, and you have some nice pieces to work with well, so next year with the quarterback. In college. He had some playmakers around him in college. It's Cincinnati, At Cincinnati. Though. It's Cincinnati. But they still have playmakers there. I mean, they went up against the big boys. And, yeah, they didn't fucking beat them. But, I mean, they held their own there for a while, for a quarter. <laughs> I'm I'm not ready. I don't want to give up on my. I I stuck with him too hard. I can't give up. On That's him. fair. I can't give up on him yet. That's like me yeah, hating just, the Bears. That's like it's me liking the Bears all of a sudden. Yeah, I it's can't. time for Heineke there. I think you're gonna see Heineke soon. Yeah, 
and we've already talked too much about this game. I didn't yes. like what I saw from Jacksonville. Um, offensively, defensively, all around. I mean, all, so defensively, I thought they were there, but it was there wasn't much to to write home about because it's a team that the Lions held to six points the week before. Correct. Um, offensively, I thought they were improved. I still think they can't establish the run. Etn has done nothing. Etn has been. Off. It's like they've forgotten this, about this, Ridley. This guy is trying his ass off. He just uh, for some reason their run blocking is atrocious. That's a problem. That's yeah. a problem. And that's a problem for a lot of teams. That's a problem for Atlanta, too. Who do they have this week? Is it the Bills? It's, they're, they're still in London. They're, they're yeah. shifting from Wembley to Tottenham. Buffalo. Buffalo in Ugh. London at Tottenham Stadium. I'm, I'm curious how they fare because I think the Bills are prone to shootouts. I, I want to see how the Bills come off this big win. Yeah. Because this is going to mean a lot here. Coming for off one this of these big teams. win that I thought. For one of these teams. We'll get into this when we call that game, but thank I thought you. You're somebody, learning. I thought a team came out a little flat. That was my opinion. <laughs> well, you want to just go to that one? Yeah, let's do it. We could. Okay. We do it. Uh, next up, uh, Miami headed to Buffalo to play the Bills, and the Bills ended up the winners in that one, forty-eight to twenty. Um, I do agree with you. I thought Miami came out a little flat, but I'm going to say this: the Bills looked really good. I still think Miami is, and I know this is going to be real ironic, I still think Miami is the better team. I think Miami came out flat. I thought they had an off day. But they were missing some guys, too. The Bills, so. the Bills, that's the best the Bills have looked all year, hands down. And the Bills are running at full strength right now. They don't have any significant injuries. And Josh Allen looks and like. Josh Allen wait, Tred- Tredavious White is now Tredavious done, for the, done year. for the year. Well, Achilles. Outside him, he's kind of. Has been Offensively, anyway, but... they have no issues. I, I'm with you. I'm uh, I mean, everybody else, though, even DeMar is ready. Uh, I DeMar mean, did play. He started. I, he I didn't started. pay any attention to him. But, uh, listen, the the whole thing is this. I thought Miami came out flat. They didn't do a quarter <laughs> of what they did last week. Um, they got to Tua a little bit. The line was a little shaky. They got to Tua. Tua got knocked around, which is glad to see he got knocked around and actually made it through a game. So that was a good that was a good thing to see. I think he was sacked four or five times. Yeah, or like that, that was a good thing. And it to was see. one sack in the first three games combined. Yeah. Yeah. And Jalen Phillips did not play for Miami. He's their best pass rusher. Josh on. Josh Allen looked like Josh Allen looked like the Josh Allen that you picture in your head. Allen, Allen and Diggs together. Yes. Allen and Diggs together. Beautiful yeah, Diggs, Diggs was that. eating up that corner on that side there, that Kanu, Konu, whatever his name is. The one corner from Miami that's playing for uh, um, Jalen Ramsey. Was, yeah, the one who's Cater playing. Kohu? Konu? Kohu. Kohu? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's Kahu, another thing. Kohu was getting his Kohu handed to him. That's another thing. When you have Jalen Ramsey te- uh, in this situation, yeah, you later you in the year things might go a little bit different. Jalen Ramsey on digs, kind of. I'll say this: uh, Devonta Chain is the real deal. I think he's pretty good. Animal. He's the real deal. You know, the Lions were looking at him. It's the they real were deal. Talking about him in yep. the preseason. There's one thing I remember that, or before the draft. There's one thing that worried me about the Bills. One, okay. and it's still every single game. Latavius Murray led the team in rushing with 32 yards. Ooh, I'm happy you said it. I'm happy you said it. That's a giant fucking issue that they refuse to address. Uh, I'm I'm with you. Um, they they're not using. Um, they're not using. Let's, let's let's put it as it is. They, for some reason, 
do not want to commit to the run. I think that's part of it. Um, that's it. Period. I, I just think James Cook is completely underutilized. Um, Correct. And, yes. they, and they don't want to commit to the run. That's part of it. They're just there's just some weird stuff going on. And I'm I'm with you. I mean, shout out to the Yak Boys. They hit us with the with the Buffalo emoji yesterday because we all four of us picked the Dolphins and rightfully so. I still think the <laughs> Dolphins are the class yeah. of that division. Uh, I'm I'm with you. I think it was just an off day. I think it was a team that was better planned, better game planned, and they were ready to go. And the Dolphins were a little bit of a hangover. Um, I'm not reading too much into this because I think Miami is better than they showed, and I think Buffalo is at max potential. Uh, so I'd, I'm excited for their second matchup. Put it that way. Next up, should we should we just uh, let's get this one out of the way because this was an absolute dookie show. Uh, the Vikings headed to Carolina to play the Panthers. Uh, Minnesota barely got out of that one, 21 to 13. Um, Thanks to their defense. This was ugly. This was ugly. Cousins had two picks. That one Uh, at the goal line that he had, that that guy returned basically 100 yards for the touchdown. I got drilled. Minnesota did. Did you see Cousins get drilled when he was trying to make the tackle? Yeah. Minnesota did not deserve to win that game. I'm sorry. They didn't deserve to win that game. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Panthers didn't deserve to win the game either. They they haven't. They had opportunities and they they just (laughs) were unable to. They to did. put it forward when they had to. I think Bryce Young is is he needs Very an elite. Green. He's green. I think he needs receiving help. Yeah. Um. I think they need a few more pieces over there, and he'll. It's someone we're gonna watch evolve slowly over time. Um. I don't know they, what they're doing they, in the run they game. Serious offensive line. Yeah. Help. Yeah. Because they could they could not protect the him. entire yeah. offense needs to be revamped. And then the counter, the other end, Kirk Cousins is just. I felt I felt bad. It's the first bad game he played this year. Um, but yeah, their defense is it's tricky. This was bad. I'm already sick of talking about this game. This is just two bad teams. This was toilet bowl number two in the day. I, I was just pissed off they won. Yeah. Can I ask they were due to win they, one they eventually. Need, they should be 0 4. They should be. Um did was yesterday a turning point for Kirk Cousins? I I think Kirk Cousins isn't the problem. I think he's been outstanding the entire year. That's I, what yeah. I'm saying. But I don't think it will you think it's he's gonna trend to shit now, like it's all is gonna he go down. Trending down. I think as I they continue so. to play bad and they continue to lose games, then he'll he'll phone it in a little I bit more. So too. Hey, um, shout, shout out to know. Harrison Smith, dude. Yeah, yeah, my he man was balling yesterday. He was. He did. He Three did. sacks. I had him on my bench my in the MVP league. Yeah, you did. Harrison Smith, hey, he found the fountain of you. You know who else is on a bench in our IDP league? Shout out to CYO champs, Stephen and Scott, Khalil Mack. Oof. Oof. Should we head there? Let's head there. Uh, the Chargers and the Raiders. Um, Can I start by explaining how Brandon Staley almost blew it again? <laughs> please. Please do. They were on their own 38 on fourth and – I think it was, was it fourth and one again? Yep. And they got stuffed again instead of punting. And it gave the it gave Aiden O'Connell a chance to have another game-winning drive for back-to-back weeks and – the second week in a row, the Chargers backed into a victory. And, again, I'm confused how that guy has a job at this point because I don't know what he's doing. I don't know if he knows what he's doing. But this was another Dookie game. I mean, uh, Justin Herbert's uh, he fractured his uh, index finger on his left hand. It's not his throwing hand. And I think they're just, they're just all sorts of out of whack offensively without Eckler. But 
Tell us about Cleo key. Mack. Let's that's, talk about Cleo Mack. Key. That's why they look like shit right now. No Eckler. That's the key. I, I don't think that's the key. I think I do. I think that's a huge part of it, but I also think the coach the coach needs to go. What are they waiting to see him do? What are they waiting to see changes? This is not an isolated thing from Brandon Staley. This has been a year and a half of guard. What about Josh McDaniels? Yeah, oh, of course. He's, we a, can't, I mean, he's 0 4. This was the to- literal toilet bowl outside for coaches. Staley, who do you think needs to go? It's Josh McDaniels first and Staley second, but, St- but Staley week after week is, is doing making decisions to throw the game away right. every week. Uh, don't get me wrong. The Raiders, the Raiders have massive issues as well. Grant, they were without their starting quarterback. But Look at Devante their Adams from top to bottom. <laughs> they got guys that can ball. Stop saying that. No, they, they don't. Do. Devontae no, Adams they is don't. banged up, by the way. He's Ooh. he's got a shoulder injury and he stayed in the game. And then they still don't know what they're doing. Brandon Jacobs is the fourth week in row. Josh Jacobs is, is a Josh good Jacobs. Runner. That's me. great. If you have they have two guys. Max you Crosby. Saying, okay, they have three guys on the whole team. Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones is in a fucking insane asylum. He's in prison. They have three guys. You keep They're talking about Tyler Moring. Come on, that dude. guy was a high pick. Listen, listen. Let's get this out of the way right now. How good is Caleb Williams going to look in that black and silver? He's going to look fantastic. I know the Bears are going to have two shots at it if they so choose at the moment. If I'm the Raiders, I'm like, Mm-mm, no, 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 no. We're going to lose all of these games because we want Caleb Williams in in Vegas. Yeah, I think that's. Oh, they better dump. Adams before that comes. They got to dump Adams. Probably got to dump Jacobs, and they will. I think they. I think Devonte Adams is a prime trade target. That being said, he's a little banged up right now, and I'm done with this game. Uh, Khalil Mack had six sacks yesterday. Damn. So welcome back from the he dead. Woke Khalil up Mack. against yeah. his old That's team. More sacks than he's had in the last against, two years. Yeah, I know against his old team. Um, should we go talk? And about I'll tell other? you what, that O'Connell kid did not play bad. He didn't. I didn't, I didn't think, think he had he was a bad, bad game. At all. I really like. He had it. a bad game. He didn't for, for like minimal it. prep and yeah, it's a weeks. He he didn't expect to be starting that game until yeah. a week ago or six days ago. <laughs> Not even the six you, days. And he was very serviceable. Yeah. And he he was good at Purdue. Aiden O'Connell was very. There's a reason why he was one of the more heralded draft prospects coming out of the Big Ten. Yeah, he was serviceable. Outside of Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams, you know who's the most targeted person was in this game? As you sit here and tout this roster, Amir Abdullah. I oh, thought it was Hunter Renfro. That's a blast Amir from the past. Abdullah. I have a sign ball. I remember him. Uh, let's talk about another. I mean, there was awful football this week. Uh, let's talk about this garbage pit of a game. The uh, Tennessee Titans absolutely shellacked the Bengals, and we started off with the Bengals today. So, again, we won't spend much time on this. Cincinnati's now 1-3 in the last place in their division. Uh, Tennessee got the best of them, 27-3. You hear that, Joey? You're in last. You're in last, Joey, and you're going to lose the jersey bet. Go ahead. Uh, so essentially, 27 unanswered points for Tennessee. Uh, Cincinnati got a field goal in the early in the first quarter. I, I, did, that was not, I did not see this coming. No. they. I mean, they Ryan controlled Tannehill. the line of scrimmage. They controlled the clock. It was ridiculous. You Every week when we go through this and Ryan Tannehill's QBR is between 60 and 70. Yeah. And Ryan Tannehill finished today with a 98 QBR, 18 and 25, 240, 1 and 1. Not Bad for a guy who can't play football, huh? I mean, yeah, not bad for literal, absolute dung. He's awful, fucking awful. But again, the Bengals cannot stop the run. I don't, I don't mean have to no offense from this, line. but I saw something that was interesting. I don't mean to divert from what we're talking about, but my man lost his cool the other day. 
Oh, he did. Who? Did you see it? I did see it. Oh, my God. The head coach of the University of Alabama, Birmingham Dragons. He had a fucking huge meltdown right on camera. Who's the head coach? Trey Tilfer is the coach of UAB. My man lost his shit. Was screaming at every. I at, thought he was going to start fighting everybody. His, at one of his coaches, they were playing. Yes. Clean. Wait, question: Who lost their shit worse, Trent Dilfer or Amu Bob last night? Trent Dilfer lost his shit worse than yes. Amu Bob. Well, hold on, it, it's a tie, and I'll tell you why. Because Trent Dilfer did what Amu Bob did to the refs. Trent Dilfer did to his offensive. To his staff, love yeah. it. Yes, his oh. own staff. He fucking lost his mind on him. Uh, I wish more coaches would do that. Any other thoughts from this Titan Bengals game? No, I don't even want to talk. No, about it. garbage. <laughs> okay, moving on. Uh, the Texans and Steelers. Again, we spent a good amount of time on this game, but we didn't really talk much about the Steelers, which I think we need to because this is – Mike Talman came out today and said that there is going to be changes. Is the, uh, What's his name? Kanata? Kanaba? The offensive Matt coordinator. Canada. Canada. Matt Canada. He's gone, right? Maybe. I think they just don't have a quarterback. I mean, Kenny Pickett's now out. He's got a knee injury. And this is something that I was wrong about. I thought the Steelers would be a playoff team. I thought Kenny Pickett, I bought into all the Kool-Aid. I had a lot of right predictions. This is one of my very poor predictions. Uh, they're just they're just bad. They need they need to fix the interior of their lines. They could learn learn how to run through ABC gap with those two really good running backs. They have so many weapons offensively. Yeah, Najee Harris showed he is not washed up. Have you heard Darnell Washington's name all year, Uncle Sam? You and I were extremely we were on our knees for him. He was have you targeted, heard his name one time. He was targeted one time yesterday. One reception, ten yards. He's not some crazy big pass catching tight end, but he could catch a lot of passes, and they need guys that could catch passes. That was his. Only catch of the year. That that guy is an, uh, a stud athlete. He should be getting at least targeted ten times a game. Anyways, yeah, the I, the the I don't know if the the Texans are the bigger story. I guess if it wasn't against Texans, the Texans and the Stroud people would be talking more about what's going on with Pittsburgh right now. But it's bad. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> they're running backs. Kenny Pickett's out now. Who's the backup? Is it Mitch Trubisky? Yep. Yeah. All right. Trubisky, you know what whatever. that means. Let's ride. Go ahead. Where? Hey, PJ. Pick up Mitch Trubisky. You were talking about how great he is. I have to. Shit. Fuck. I have a quarterback. No, you're going to do a trade this week. Oh, Baker I? Mayfield. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have an overtime game between the Los Angeles Rams and the Colts in Indy. Uh, the Rams got the better of them in OT, 29-23. to Um Story of this game, again, Puka Nakua, nine receptions, 163 yards, and one touchdown. You're welcome. Um, Anthony Richardson. Did you, did you start him, Uncle Sam? Oh, yeah, he started him. We can't ignore Puka Nakua anymore. I don't know how yeah. to pronounce his name. but um, The Kuka? We, um, I, I was like hating on him just because he, he fell under the radar. He went, you drafted him in that league, didn't you? I picked no, him off. Picked of him up picked him up everyone picked him off of waivers, and that's what pisses me off. And I'm just bitter about it from a fantasy perspective. But Matthew Stafford has this knack for making receivers. Cooper Cup was good before Stafford got there. Stafford turned him into wide receiver one. Yep. Calvin Johnson, of course, one of the greatest athletes ever in the history of the game. But, but Stafford did his part in making. Kelvin Johnson, the Hall of Famer that he is. And it could be happening right in front of our eyes with Puka Nakua. And the reason why he was gone in fucking nine years. Yeah, of course. That, that too. That too. But but we can't ignore it. Of course, his target share is really high, but he's converting the target shares. He's making the catches. Yeah, right. It's going to get interesting because they're planning on on Cooper Cup practicing this week. He's off right. IR. That doesn't mean he's going to play this week. But it's the same drill as the Lions with Jamison Williams. You have to find a way to work in 
all these reps now, and you're not going to not give Cooper Cup reps. So I think that hurts Puka Nakua, but they got a pretty solid receiving core, and that's one of the things that we had slept on going into the oh, year. Oh, yeah. We made jokes about Puka Nakua and Tutu Atwell. Yeah. Tutu Atwell. We were making fun of Tutu Atwell. He's, he's had a pretty solid year, but he drops a lot mm-hmm. of balls, and yeah. I think that's, that's something he's going to have to really work on if he wants to get his targeted share there. Well, there's there's pieces now between Kieran Williams, who had t- two TDs yesterday. Van I think Jeff- he was over 100. Yep. Uh, Van Jefferson's the one that's going to ha- take the biggest hit when all these guys right. get back. But Van Jefferson, they signed Higby to a contract extension uh, the other day, and he had a big catch yesterday. I think he's injured, too. He's got an Achilles injury, not one of those Achilles yeah, injuries. He took a, he took a um, beating yesterday. But uh, there's a, if you're a Rams fan, like there's a, offensively, there's a little bit to like right now. Anybody and they're going to have a shot. physical that game was? That it was, was very physical. It was very it was very physical. The Rams are going to have a shot in the NFC. They, they, they can they could stare down the barrel of, of seed seven, um, which would be great because maybe they end up at Ford Field if well, that's the if case. If anybody watched that, that Rams game against the 49ers, they held in there pretty strong for, for a good two and a half. They were, else they were, they were serviceable. They were serviceable yeah. against the 49ers, for sure. Everybody else has. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Taylor came off of IR today as well. Yeah, and he's going to practice on Wednesday. So that's going to be maybe. No, he's he's going to practice. They said, uh, is it Steichen? Shane Steichen said he's yeah. going to. Jonathan Taylor is actually going to practice Wednesday, but which is an indicator that he's going to play. Negotiations with trade. Of course, of course, but and of course, there's bad blood, and of course, he's not going to want to be there. But the only way to showcase and get your ass out of there is if you start playing in some games. So he's got to play in some games if he wants right. to get traded, and I think he's going to. I think he's going to ball out a little bit. It's a good time to be uh, headed back to Andy. They played a great game yesterday. They just yep. got they got beat by a more experienced quarterback. Next up, the Buccaneers headed to New Orleans to play the Saints and came out on top, twenty six to nine. Um, it, it was another really decent day for Baker Mayfield. Twenty five of thirty two, two forty six, and three touchdowns. Rashad White had a nice little day on the ground. Chris Godwin caught the ball, had himself a nice game. They did lose Mike Evans in the game. Uh, We don't know anything yet, too, by the way, but he had to leave the game, obviously. I thought it said his hamstring. It's his hamstring. Oh. Uh, For the Saints, I don't really know what happened. It just None of it looked good. They just couldn't get the ball down the field. I I disagree, and I wanted to save it till we got here because you covered Tampa pretty well in the five things. The Saints just aren't that good offensively. Oh. They're just they're just not there. They have the two receivers. Juwan Johnson's now injured. Yeah. They have a coach like and I was literally reading. Is Derek Carr look confused? Yeah. So so his first two games were a fluke, and his last two games. I mean, he was injured last game, but yesterday was more indicative, I think, of what you're going to get from Derek Carr. And it's because they don't have an identity offensively. They just don't know what they're doing. And it's a it's a thread that I saw today on on Twitter. I saw some of the uh, some of the the Saints beat writers spouting off about this. They just don't know what they're doing. Like, they just don't have a plan. Um, they gave all these targets. Kamara had more targets than he typically has in a normal 13 game. 13 receptions, targeted 14 times. But how many yards did he have on the 13? 33. That's nothing. That, that, that ain't shit. Nothing. And they just don't know what they're doing offensively. I think they need a quarterback to execute properly. Um, there's going to be games where Derek Carr keeps him in there, but Olave, I think, was one catch yesterday. One catch for four yards. One, he just barely – it would have been a touchdown. He dropped it right at the end. 
it's it's early, but I think the Saints have a lot of work to do, and it's the reason why I buy, I thought that that was I, I think indicative. Right. They of need the, to find their identity. They need to find they their identity. Find, they need to find out what they want to do and commit to it. But that was the divi- the the team that I think is going to win the division after a month won the game yesterday, in my opinion. That's that's the team that I buy into the most right now is the is the Bucks. I think their defense is better. It showed yesterday, and I think they have just enough offensively to make it happen. That kid they got running the ball over there is nice too. Rashad White, white kid. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 do tough. You, do you tough know kid. what I'm gonna have to do if the Bucks win this division? And I projected them to win two games. Yeah. Oh, give me some give me some shoe eating on that one. Next up. In a game that I think surprised everyone a little bit, uh, the Ravens headed into Cleveland and beat up on the Browns 28-3. to uh, Obviously, as we all know, Rubbin Tug was not playing in this game. Um, he was getting some therapy. <laughs> so <laughs> what did we think of Dorian Thompson-Robinson? I followed Dorian Thompson Robinson really closely in college because Michigan was in on him. He went to, uh, I can't remember the name in, in Las Vegas. It might be Bishop Gorman. I don't know. You'll have to fact check me on that. But he went to this really good high school in Las Vegas. Uh, ended up at UCLA, which was a great situation for him with Chip Kelly. And he was Pac-12 after dark. You had to you had to turn their games on to see him because people weren't talking about him much. But he was really good. So I've been high on this kid for a while. I thought Cleveland was a great, great landing spot for him to learn behind Deshaun Watson. Um, again, another team I just don't think knows what they're doing offensively. And well, It was obvious that he was not prepared. And, and I blame the coaching staff on that because that kid did not – wasn't prepared at all for what was coming at him. Here's the thing. Deshaun Watson hasn't looked prepared in yeah. three weeks, though. Yeah. So I, I just think, think the they coach. have issues. I think that, and that's Stefanski's bread and butter is offensive play calling and all that. And it's it's funny watching Baker, who has one interception on the year and is, is in top five in QBR at the moment, if my math is correct. And you're watching Baker light it up, and the Browns are struggling with a quarterback. And that's like, that's what they need. That's the difference. But... I was wrong about this game. I thought the Browns could be for real, and I thought the Ravens were down. Credit to the Ravens. They're back. I still think they're – I'm moving them back up as the top team in the AFC. Uh, Lamar did it all without two receivers. He was missing Odell and Rashad Bateman yesterday. running all over the field. I was actually a little worried about him running around so much. Mark Andrews was a monster, two TDs. Um, Mm -hmm. He has six career – or seven career two D, two TD games, and I think three of them have come against the Browns now. Yeah. So just a fantasy thing to keep in mind. And he finally uh, woke up. He woke he woke yeah. up. Well, he's been he's been banged up, but he woke up. But when when everything's going for that team, it works out net well. And I think the Ravens are a force. Well, we said they would win the force. division. I said they would. You win and, I had them in the Super you Bowl. Did too. I had them in the Super. You Bowl. got them in the Super Bowl, which I I still think it goes to Kansas City. But um, I don't know. I don't know. At this point, I would say they look the strongest out of all the teams. In, in, in the AFC, in the I, th- I think they look yeah. the strong. All, all around. It was a one-off last week. It was a bad yeah. game. Versus, I mean, and they're you, missing a lot of guys. You, David Ajabo is out now. Yeah, they're, they're He's banged out up. now, probably for the year. They're starting to get some guys back. But, yeah, they're, they're still missing they lost, some pieces, and, and there's a lot to like. else yesterday, too. Uh, they lost another guy on DB yesterday, too, which sucks. Um, so when do they play Cincinnati? That's what I'm wondering. They already beat them last or two weeks ago. Oh, I know that, but the second game against Cincinnati because that one uh, Thursday night football. Uh, how about this? They get the Lions in three weeks. That's yeah. going to be 
at home. I'm That's going to that be one. Hell of a game here. They it's play no, it? it's in Baltimore. Ah, uh-huh. it's in Baltimore. Well, I guess we're here. Uh, the Denver Broncos went to the Windy City to play the Bears. Uh, again, this was a shit show special. Uh, Denver was down twenty. Was it twenty eight to three? 28-7 at the half. 28 to 20, 21 to 7 at the half, 28 to 3 going into the fourth quarter. I think you have to fact check me on that, but uh it was 21 to 7 at the half. Oh yeah, 21 to 7 at the half, 20 20 28 to 7 going into the fourth. Got quarter. it. My yeah, my Um I mean Justin Fields actually I think Justin Fields had his best game his ever. first 300-yard game. Yeah, he had his best game as a passer ever. He looked very good. Yeah. Uh, I think Cole Komet had two. Cole Komet, 7 for 85 and 2. DJ Moore, 8 for 131 and 1. That's a good game right there. That's those two those are the guys you want catching the ball. That Claypool Except for home. that Chase Claypool guy who's now been asked to stay home as they try and trade him this week. And They're on a short week, and they said, yeah, don't expect to see him at the facility this week. So they said there's three teams that could be that interested. That was long overdue. Three teams that could be interested. And who? Chase Claypool. Who? It's possible trade targets. Who? The Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Makes sense. The New York Giants. Makes sense. Okay. The Detroit Lions. Makes sense. All three. You All three makes Chase sense. Claypool. <laughs> yeah, there's an actual culture here. And he, he they need I don't know. I just don't think they'd be able to find him targets here. Um but well, the I don't other know what two scares me about that. Mike Toblin, who is probably the most respected coach, one of the most respected coaches in football. Dump this guy. Yeah. What does that tell you? If he can't coach him, a lot of people he can't can. coach him. Nobody can. I think Chicago's just a really bad situation too. He's he's a good reclamation project. I think he'd be great in Kansas City and and the Giants. I think those are two excellent landing. If spots he was to go Blake. somewhere and, and halfway be successful, it would have to be Kansas City. We can't forget that last week he was there when they got busted by Tampa. Or two weeks ago, whenever that was two weeks ago, he was their only bright spot offensively. Yeah. He caught a yeah. touchdown pass. Um, there's, he has there's to tell still... his problem is he drops way too many passes and he turns the ball over. Uh, that's his problem. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I want to interrupt. No, that's it. That's it for this game. There's no, we are we covered it. We covered Denver. That. We covered yeah. It. Uh, real quick, some injury updates. Uh, Christian Gonzalez and Matt Judon are said to be quote unquote out indefinitely. Uh, they're seeking second opinions. It is fair that Matt Judon will miss the entire year <laughs> and Gonzalez at least eight weeks. Uh, Steelers Kenny Pickett is not expected to miss any time with a knee bruise. Oh, Ooh. that's good. That's great news for it's them. Great for my two quarterback fantasy team. If only he didn't fucking suck. <laughs> the Lions have designated Julian Aquara to return from injured reserve. That's good. They, they can him. use his help. That and was James Houston's backup. He's the Sam yeah. linebacker. So they could use him in pass rushing down. Sorry, Sam. Roger Goodell has officially reinstated wide receiver Jamison. Jamison yes. Should never have been suspended in the first place. It That's sounded ridiculous. like, based on his press conference this morning, Dan Campbell's press conference this morning, it sounded like Mosley's for sure going to play this week. But JMO, they're going to ease in. They're going to see. He said the words, we want to know where he's at with football. That's what. That's what Dan Campbell said, which makes a lot of sense. I I have a weird feeling if people are going to be people are going to be rattled on Monday morning when JMO doesn't have a ton of targets and wasn't on the field. 
My guess is, in a perfect world, not my guess, but in a perfect world, J-Mo has a great week of practice. He's active on Sunday. They get him in for a couple series. Is that indicative of catches or anything like that? No, but they got to get him on the field because you can't replicate that game speed. Now, he played in the whole preseason until he got injured. He built a rapport all summer with Goff. He caught with Goff. And they got to find the targets for him, but it's going to take a second for J-Mo to really take hold it's it, it probably won't be this weekend don't be shocked if jmo's inactive on sunday but they're gonna get mosley and i think they're gonna get okwara too you think he'll be inactive i think there's a chance he's inactive. i don't why yeah. why he should be fine he said his hamstring is good it's not it's not about that it's not about that it's the live reps that you need in practice and he hasn't had live practice reps in a really long time it's been over a month because the hamstring happened the week before the preseason ended that's right. about six weeks ago now that's that's like I was in Africa. It's that's so middle this, of August. This guy should be in great shape. There shouldn't be any fucking problems. The good news is the hamstring's fine. Yeah, that's a great start right there. Get him out there and play the shit out of him. And I think he wants to like based on how he's responded on social media. I think he's ready and wants to play football. It's a matter of how quick he can grasp. It's twofold with JMO. It's how quick he can grasp what they're trying to do right now, and then it's how quick the Lions can get him targets and can get him reps because i don't think they were planning on sam laporta being as good as he is i don't think i mean gibbs is still getting a lot of targets um josh reynolds has cut into the target share i don't think there's things that they were planning on so who's whose reps yeah, does he gonna, take you're gonna sit there you're you're gonna dump some of these guys which are two or three shots a game like a marvin jones instead of throwing it to marvin jones you throw it to him marvin jones is the odd one out bullshit. marvin jones is the odd one out but he's only got eight targets on the season and three or four of them came in that first week so he really he's his reps really they're they're obviously out the window as it is but there I mean, weren't many reps at, to look begin at with. playing behind the eight ball you got receivers that you're are talking about three four targets in four weeks you're talking about jmo right who's playing behind i'm eight talking ball? about marvin jones oh Mar you just don't even factor him that that should he shouldn't be don't even factor marvin jones into the conversation yeah. he needs to go uh, next up, the Cowboys hosted the New England Patriots and absolutely stomped them out. We covered the Patriots. 38-3 to three, uh, so far. Now, if we're talking about NFC teams, where does Dallas fall in? Because now we watched them get finger-popped last week. Oh, they got punched in the mouth last but week. But they've done a fair amount of finger-popping of their own now this year. So where yeah, but what, what, are we uh, what have they finger-popped? I mean, they finger pop the Giants. They finger pop the Patriots. I think they're in that three to five range for sure. Um, I think they're a team that you can out scheme if they, you're not as good, like the they Cardinals. They finger popped your Jets. Um, I'm sorry. They think finger, they finger pop Gang Green. Well, yeah, I mean, but the Jets were also playing behind the eight ball. I think for Dallas, the, the, the takeaway yesterday is some new pieces kind of emerged. Like Michael Gallup finally had a good Michael game. Michael Gallup had a nice game. Uh, uh, the big one is Jake Ferguson, uh, who is the reason why they weren't reluctant to move on from uh, – are you, are you twinging right now? What's <sighs> Nothing. Somebody was talking shit to me about Jake Ferguson. Oh, was it you? Yeah. Uh, Jake Ferguson was 7 for 7-7, seven, seven, <laughs> and he had a touchdown catch. Um oh. So there's, they're, they're a wait-and-see team because we're just waiting for them to choke. It's a matter of when. I would love to see them against their division. I want to see them against the Eagles. How are you going to fare against the Eagles? Because not only is that a barometer of how you are as a playoff team, but that's a barometer of how you are in the NFC is the Eagles. 
So well, they play San Francisco at San Francisco on Sunday Night Football that's this a, week. That's a great fucking game right there. That's, that's gonna be a that's great gonna be a good game. one that I'm excited for. They're two fucking shitty, annoying ass fan bases yep. that cause fights all the time. I want to see blood on the field and in the stadium. Beautiful. Next up, we'll stay in that division and talk about a little uh, divisional game. The Eagles and the Commanders in another overtime game. If you remember, the Commanders are the ones that handed the Eagles their first loss last year. And for a long time in this game, I thought it was going to happen again. Uh, They were up big at one time. Yeah, Philadelphia, 34-31 over Washington. Did is this just is Philadelphia and Washington just that kind of a game? Yeah. Or are you does this kind of bring a little bit of worry into you about Philly? It's a divisional game. This is what you get with these guys. They play hard. Each one of these games are like a playoff game. These guys are out there trying to trying to kill each other. And you seen AJ Brown was an absolute monster yesterday. He's that been working hard. Hertz has been working hard to to appease AJ Brown. It just yeah. comes at the expense of the rest of the offense a lot of time, and it's that, been going on for two sucks. weeks. It's been going on for two weeks, but he he got his game yesterday. So nine for one seventy five and two from AJ Brown. But you're, they're not using Goddard. They're not using the guys that got him there. You got a guy that's a Heisman Trophy winner, and you're looking at his weight three times a game. Come on. Gotta be I, smarter than that. I'm with you on on the, the wealth. It's just that they just beat the shit out of each other in that division. I agree. Yeah. But I'm also if I were an Eagles fan, I would be hitting the panic button because they haven't played that good all around game yet. Their secondary is kind of decimated right now. The linebacker core is really hit. Philadelphia is not what Philadelphia was last year right now. No. no. But I but, but they can't a lot of pieces. They can be though. They can they can get there at some point. I think offensively, they, they still really haven't found their timing yet. But defensive, defensively, is going to be an issue because the back end of that defense is not real good. Does this change our minds on Washington at all? I don't no. think so right now because I'd be, my mind would be changed Although if Sam they closed Powell that game out. balls yesterday. Huh? He was ballsy yesterday. He was balls out, Sam Howell. I'll give him that. He played tough against a tough team. 29 for 41, 290, and a touchdown for Sam Howell, as well as 6 for 40 on the ground. And Brian Robinson's the is the real deal. Yeah. Brian Robinson oh, has, has been good all year, was yep. great yesterday. Now, mind you, if they're missing C.J. Gardner-Johnson. They're missing both of their starting linebackers, and you're missing your, the guy who was supposed to take the spot this year, God. So you're missing all these players right now. They got a backup safety in there now playing, too, because uh, Maddox and somebody else was hurt, too. They're all out. Yeah. So they're they're missing quite a few pieces on that defense, not to mention J- Javon Hargraves in San Francisco. Next up, the Arizona Cardinals headed to the Bay Area to play the 49ers. 49ers made easy work of them, 35-16. And at the end of the day, we can sum this one up pretty simply. It was the Christian McCaffrey show. I had him as an MVP candidate. I'm aware. I had McCaffrey, yep. I had Tua, and I said Lamar Jackson would win. Right now, Christian McCaffrey has to be the front runner for the MVP. He I has agree. to. I agree with that. 20 for 106 and 3 on the ground, 7 for 71 and 1 through the air. What's the last time a running backs won that award? I don't think ever. An MVP? 
me a fact check. I don't think ever. While, while you're doing the fact check, I just want to run some numbers by Uncle Sam real quick. Brock Purdy, 283 oh, for a God, TD, 95% completion percentage. My mom could have cut a You say that every week. Passes. You say that every week. Yeah. Every single week. And then a 134 passer rating. Couldn't do When it. will you buy Listen, him? I'm, I'm not the only one who he does not He has no like, interceptions on the I'm not year. the only one who does not like Brock Purdy. But when did these numbers stop becoming like my mom can do it against that defense or behind that offensive line? And when does it become? She could. I don't. Maybe she could. But when does it become okay? Brock Purdy's fucking good. Uh, all right. Let me put it to you this way: You take Zach Wilson, or we were, we were off on this, by the way. What? Uh, running backs that have won an MVP. Jim Brown won it tw- uh, three times. Yeah, that was. 50 years ago. Yeah, Paul, recently, recently. Recently, uh, Adrian Peterson won it in 2012. The Danian Tomlinson in 06. Sean Alexander in 05. So that's still so rare. 12, that's, since it's 012. That's, since three times in, that's three times in two decades. And Marshall Falk in 2000. In the 2000s, it's been done four times. Okay. The Adrian Peterson, uh, shout out to uh, a President Baker who's, who's let me, let me sniped ask, Let me ask you a question right now. Okay. Hey, I, I, if, if Brock Purdy was to go down... Do you think that team would be better with with Brock Purdy going down or Christian McCaffrey going okay. down? Okay, Christian McCaffrey is the MVP of the league right now. Correct. Okay, so yes, if Christian McCaffrey goes down, it's going to affect that team more so than Brock Purdy. Wait, hold on. Hold on. I don't. I'll tell you why. Whoever they've plugged in at running back, if it's Matt Brieta or Raheem Mostert or whoever Elijah Mitchell Elijah can't Mitchell stay healthy. whoever they've plugged in at running back in that in that Tom Sermon. in that offense cuz it, it literally it goes all the way back. it's not just Kyle Shanahan it goes back to Mike Shanahan who was always good with running backs Terrell Davis everyone else he's had Clinton Portis in Washington whoever they plug in in running back in that Kyle Shanahan offense always does well because they they recruit the same kind of running back it's a guy that can get in between the tackles and be shifty, but that also catches balls, and you have to respect him. So I, I do think so. Balls in and if you asked that question a year ago on Purdy, I wouldn't have been concerned. I don't know who his backup is now. I think it's Sam Darnold, maybe? It is Darnold. So, Sam Darnold so would come no. in and do the same thing, if not better. No, because Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold couldn't do it last year in Carolina. So I, I don't he think did. that Sam Darnold. He did it. He got hurt. Hold on. Can I, can I point something? Purdy was 20 for 21. Yeah, he was 95% hey, on dude, dude, Anybody dude. could do hey, what he did. Hey, no. Listen, you are wanna, you watching the game? You want to die on this sword? Go are, ahead. Are you, are you watching the this game? This is the worst take yeah, you've I'm ever had. I'm watching him make some, are, are, this is the worst him him make some huge throws. Uh, well, I'm I don't watching wanna, their what games. What was happening this whole game? Dude, he was. It's real simple. McCaffrey to the left, McCaffrey to the right. Dump it off to McCaffrey if nothing's there. He had 283 yards passing. He had 283 yards passing with 21 attempts. Josh Dobbs had 265 with 41 attempts. Yeah. Right? Josh Dobbs was also running for his life the whole game. Okay, but see, you you know what you are? You just make fucking bullshit excuses to, to bail out garbage. No, he's he's got to die. He's got to die on the hill. I'm letting him have it. I, that's well, why I just like bringing the step. Die line on the hill, then. Let him die on the hill. Die. It's fine. All right. When it gets we'll get his you coming here for the Super Bowl? Playoff hey, show, are you going to be here the super, for the Super Bowl this year? Yes. Okay. They're winning the Super Bowl. Who is? San Francisco. Yeah, it's not happening. Okay. They're going to win the Super Bowl. Not happening. They're not even going to make it there. They're going to get beat in a championship. I want game. Brock Purdy to win Super Bowl MVP. Oh, don't say that. I don't okay. want to see the if smoke Brock come out Purdy of If Brock Purdy wins ears. Super Bowl MVP, will you give credit? No. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. 
Get can, the pine box ready. Can we have a good conversation about this game? I, I want to talk about Zach Wilson. Okay. Do you want to start out with the bullshit, or do you want to talk about the game? Let's get all the bullshit out. Okay. Include the penalty with the bullshit, too. Got it. Uh, so we're going to talk about last night's Sunday night football game between the Chiefs and the Jets. Obviously, the Chiefs beat the Jets 23-20, to but this game had probably more controversy than any NFL game in recent memory for me. Uh, number one. <laughs> we're going to start out with Taylor Swift and the blatant. Oh, God, please. The blatant. Talk about the, let's talk about the game. No, no. We're getting this out of the way. I don't want to end with her. She doesn't deserve to be at the end of our show. All right? Yeah, you saved the best for do you eat, do you, when you When you're eating a piece of red meat and there's mashed potatoes on the plate, are you like me and do you eat the mashed potatoes first and then save the best for last in the red meat or do you eat the steak and then go to all the fixins afterwards? I go steak fixins. As I'm the other way around. I, I saved I save the red meat for last. No, I go steak fixes. Uh okay. What are you what are you doing? He's answering the question. I I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> All right. Never mind. He eats the, everything. The, the whole. This this infatuation. Actually, with... I take my steak and I dip it oh, into okay. my potatoes and then eat That's it. I do that every once in a while too. Yeah. Uh the NFL's infatuation with Taylor Swift is I was kind of repulsed last night. I'm not going to lie. It's utterly fucking disgusting. If you go on X.com right now and you go look at the NFL's uh, Twitter page, their header. They haven't changed it? No, it's still there. It's still a picture of Taylor Swift. Um, The header. Their Instagram bio at one point today, until they literally got so much backlash they had to take it down, was the Chiefs are 2-0 as Swifties. Last night. Isaiah Pacheco, an actual NFL player who scored an actual NFL touchdown, scores a touchdown. And rather than show him doing his touchdown celebration, they cut to Taylor Swift. Wait, hold on, hold on. Isaiah Pacheco is from New Jersey, where that game was, and played, and played at Don Bosco Prep and went to Rutgers, all within 15 miles of that stadium. They Never mentioned. They could have easily. No, they mentioned it, but they could have cut to his family after that touchdown. Oh, they you know they were there. His family, his high school football coach, him. But no, they cut to Taylor Swift, who one, probably doesn't know who Isaiah Pacheco is, and two, that's not even his woman. The Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey now lost a. He's he's quickly becoming my most disliked player simply because I fucking of Taylor hate Swift. him. I fucking I can't, can't stand, stand him. him. It's it's disgusting. And the fact that the NFL is embracing this with such open arms, I get it. You want to sell it. You want all these females who enjoy Taylor Don't Swift. Don't you have enough money? Don't like, you have enough off. money? Keep it for us. This is for us. Me? They're this their own country already. Us. My God. She's the fucking Twitter header? Are you fucking joking? Football is for us. It's Keep for it men. for us. Football is for men, so, not so women. Listen. I'm fucking gross listen, now. Listen, I agree with you 99%. 99%. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play devil's advocate on the 1%. This is the crazy thing. And I was having this conversation with my girlfriend last night. In her box, you like that? You guys like that? In, in in her box last night was I, yes was where you're going. was Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds whose names weren't mentioned one time one I, time they I would their... I would argue that that's way bigger than Taylor Swift Are way you kidding Sophie Turner who was on arguably the biggest TV show of all time and Hugh fucking Jackman whose movies have grossed more than Taylor Swift's movies music will ever gross. They were all with her. None of their names were mentioned, which I think is extremely bizarre. 
insane. In any context, like they made they made Ryan fucking Reynolds, who's everyone loves Ryan Reynolds and who is huge in the fucking sports world right now because he owns Wrexham. He's got his own TV show. They made Ryan Reynolds look like he, like his face was half cut off on the screen. I thought that was bizarre. Bizarre. Okay? So they needed to keep showing those people, even though they never they never mentioned their names. But. NBC was basically advertised like it was a thing. They have to talk about it because she's going to be there at this point. There's nothing we can do. So if she's going to be there, they're going to show her. Also, Brittany Mahomes was in her box, too, and her, her name was never mentioned one time. Not once. Um, they, they have to do it. They were advertising Welcome to New York on their promos for the week, which yep. is a Taylor Swift song. So in a way, they're manipulating people. And we can blame NBC on this front. The NFL is a totally different thing in itself. We can blame NBC because they're manipulating you to get you to what they want to get the people to watch that drive up the ratings. But then people people turn that game off. The ratings were down, by the way, over the first Taylor Swift game. The ratings were down last night because the game got out of hand for a second. And then the game turned into a great game. But here's where the problem is with the Twitter header and the and the Instagram bio. That's what's pissing me off. You can make the case that they threw that fucking phantom bullshit. What is it? A hold or a pass interference? Whatever the it was. Fucking ho the, the hold. hold. The hold. It was Lions esque against New York of all teams. They yes. never throw flags against the New York teams. But the flag came in after the the pass was thrown. Okay. Against one of the and the the penalty was on Sauce Gardner, yeah. one of the biggest faces in the NFL right now outside of. Mahomes, he's not in. The, he's not the biggest face of the NFL anymore. One of, so one it, of. So, so if if you're Sauce Gardner and you see that that ends up in the Instagram bio and on their Twitter, oh, header, yeah. that's a problem. That's gross. Because I I don't buy, buy into the conspiracy theories. Oh, the NFL threw the flag. That's not what happened. It was a bullshit flag, and the ref blew the call. The NFL had nothing to do with it. But the fact that we have to talk about it is a problem. The fact that we have to talk about, well, the NFL threw the flag to appease Taylor Swift and her fans. The fact that that's a narrative is a problem. Correct. And it starts with the whole Taylor Swift. I love Taylor Swift. I think her music's great. I think she's a great superstar. I think she's great from the for the kids. Yeah. Dog the, shit. the whole nine. Dog shit. The whole nine. I don't want her in football. I don't want Get her, her in my out game. of football. You want to show her when Travis Kelsey makes her, a, scores Travis a touchdown? Kelsey with that's her. fine. You want to show her? But if you're appeasing a whole demographic of people, there's other ways to highlight women in football. They showed Sheila Ford at the end of the Lions game Thursday. I was rock hard. I was like, yeah, let's go. That's my owner. You want to you show other women that actually matter in football? Please, by all means, but don't make it Taylor Swift. Show women like the women refs or the women. There's, every team has a woman on their sideline, whether they're a trainer. The Lions have a woman coach. Show them if you want to if you want to make money off of women in football. Do not do it with Taylor Swift. She's got nothing to do with this. There's a chance they break up in a couple weeks. What the fuck are you going to do? They've been together for like six days. Like, what we the don't even fuck know if they're together. They, yeah. they might not even be together. Who cares? Who gives because a fuck? they're making such a big deal out of it. That's why. Listen, he can go away and she can go away. He's a fucking idiot, too. Jason Travis Kelsey heart. is garbage. Is fucking garbage. Fucking garbage. Go on there and promote your jab, asshole. Go out there and promote the jab. You and the NFL both suck. Amen. Let's talk, can we talk about the game? I've been excited. This is the okay. game I was most excited to talk now, about. Let's talk about the game. <laughs> now that we got that out of the way. Uh, really, as bad as Politically it is. Politically correct. As bad as it is, the game came down to that flag. The game came down to that flag. Wait, hold on. The, the, the missed field goal at the end of the first half didn't help either. It, that didn't help. One, my biggest takeaway from this game was Zach Wilson somehow 
in midway through the second quarter, started to cook. The guy kind of figured it out. He got it together, and he was able to run the offense. There's, there's no there's no somehow. I've been waiting for this conversation because Chris Collinsworth nailed this last night. He broke it down in a way. Like, I wanted to have an in-depth talk the on West this conversation. Coast offense. He, he did a very, yeah. very nice so, job. So Aaron Rodgers has been doing this thing. It's called the can-can. And it's not a fucking dance. It's it's a way. It's a system of calling plays. What Aaron Rodgers will do is when they go into the huddle, he'll call out three plays at once, and then if they need to make an adjustment, Aaron Rodgers can do it with his hands individually with every receiver because they're not huddling. They're going right to the line, so he has the time to do it. They structured and built from a personnel standpoint and from a play calling pass point standpoint. You put them all together. They structured this offense completely around Aaron Rodgers to the point where Nathaniel Hackett was brought in to be the offensive coordinator. Everything was supposed to go through Aaron Rodgers this year. Everything. That's the downside of the, like the major downside of Aaron Rodgers going out is Zach Wilson had an offense last year that he was running. He wasn't running it great and he was injured for half the year, but there was an old Jets offense. This is a new Jets offense. That's why Randall Cobb came in, Alan Lazard. It's not hard for the receivers. You just need to know the routes. And then you need to know the hand motions when Aaron Rodgers tells you what to do. So it's like getting handed the keys to a car, Zach Wilson, and not knowing how to drive the car. And that's the reason they've sputtered. Of course, the Bills choked the game away week one, but that's the reason they sputtered the last two weeks is because Zach Wilson is just coming into the offense. Well, guess what? Last night, he was running that offense, not flawlessly, but he was running it very serviceably. And then on top of that, he was making all of the throws. He made every throw. Conklin was catching balls left and right. Uzama was making plays. Garrett Wilson was he up to his usual touchdown. bullshit. He did. He dropped a yeah. touchdown. But they played really well last night because of Zach Wilson. Yep. And that's after – that was the biggest game of his career. We were hearing about the locker room collapsing. He was buying ice cream for the team. And the city was getting ready to fucking sh pounce on his throat. Like that maker broke his career yep. last night. He would have been out of the league. He would have been, been out of the league. And we're talking about coaches losing locker rooms. I'll tell you what. I saw that entire sideline last night. That didn't look like a lost no, locker room. I, I agree with that. That looked like a team that was completely together. They had his back. They had his back after the game. They were consoling him. He said some great things after the game. I can't make the fumble. That was a tough fumble. But, Zach Wilson, you are not the reason your team lost yesterday. It's not the officials. You just didn't do enough early on. That's all. If the Jets were in that game early on and didn't go down 17-0 or 17-3, it's a, it's a different ball right. game. Um, I'm very curious. I know they have a big one this week, right? The Jets, it's the Broncos, right? I'm yeah, very curious. Broncos this week. I am very curious to see if Zach Wilson, his his problem. I'm sorry, not his problem, but one of the one of the the pros of Zach Wilson when they drafted him, it was his arm, and we knew he could make the throws. Okay, so if he continues to make the throws and they continue to make the plays, I'm very curious what the Jets do. Very, very. They had my attention last night. Zach, They're not out it was it. fun. It was a it was blast. A fun game. To it watch. was a blast to yeah, watch Zach 100%. Wilson for two quarters yesterday. Yep. A blast. Three quarters. He was good in the fourth quarter. It was really and, fun watching. You no, know, Rodgers didn't have a boot on. Yeah, that's a big deal in itself. That, that's huge. Oh, he's sock. That's, 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 that's a big deal huge. in itself. He's going to get his stitches out in California. You know what that means, right? Yeah, because guys, he'll, he'll be back before the end of the guys year. are in a boot. Guys are in a yeah. boot when they tear their when they tear their Achilles for three months. It's been three weeks. 
Right. And he's and he's got to get his, he's getting his stitches out, and he's kind of walking on it. Now there's still a whole lot that goes into it, but they said it was an experimental procedure. It's the same guy that did Cam Akers. Yep. If they're in it somehow, I I don't think they're going to be in it. I really don't think they're going to be in it. But if they're in it, and I, we've talked about it, the back end of the AFC playoff picture, the bo- the it's bottom a, it's tier, a it's right it's open. So yeah. if they're 500 in December, and you're talking about Aaron Rodgers coming back in January, there's a lot to like. But who knows? Maybe Zach Wilson does the damn thing. I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm very intrigued. Listen, and I'm if he can get in it. there and get them three or four wins, they're in it. Three or four wins probably does it. Yeah, they're in it uh, before he comes back. I don't know if he's going to be back in November. That's what you're. That's what you're gearing towards. I don't think it's going to be like that. I think it, they're going to evaluate in December. They're going to talk in December. He's Forty years old. You know what? You know what? That's scaring hell out of the rest of the league. No, it's it's not. Yeah, it is. I've seen Aaron Rodgers come back and do bullshit before. I welcome it. I'm excited for Kirby Joseph to pick Aaron Rodgers off one more time in the Super Bowl. I welcome it. Um, The Super Bowl. Yeah, the Super Bowl. Listen, there was another thing that I didn't like about this game last night. Have the Chiefs so far this year not really felt like the Chiefs? Yes. Like, you keep saying the road to the Super Bowl goes through Kansas City. It does. That's not true anymore. To, to, I'm sorry, to it's not true right now. They're still early in the year. Dude, they're you're you're a month a in. A you're a month in. Who are they missing? They're missing pieces. Who? They're, they're not themselves. They're off They're not the themselves they're because they're two, not themselves. They're playing with two rookie tackles that are just learning the game. Well, no, they got no, Juwan, Juwan, they got Juwan Taylor, Taylor. Yeah. who got called out on his shit and can't play his game anymore. All well, right? They're going to so, They're dealing with that. Not only that, they're dealing with I think it's probably the most under-talented offense that they've had there in quite some time. Well, just pass catchers, but that, I mean, it was similar last year. You think Juju's a, that much of an upgrade over whoever else is no. catching the ball now? They're, they don't feel the same. They don't have that same aura about them. There's they, one thing the offense did well yesterday. That It's one small thing. They effectively ran the ran ball the yesterday, ball for the and, it's, and that's why they won. Hill? Uh, he, yeah. yeah, but they they opted they out of though. that. I'm just saying, what if they had him right now? They But they opted out of that. They said we didn't need yeah. him. Right now, to they won me, without him. To me, this doesn't feel like the same Kansas City team we've seen. Okay. No, but what makes them them? It's similar to the Patriots, is they have the time to sit around and figure it out. True. Because their division is the worst in football. Yep. Their conference, like, w- there's no world beater left in their conference. Oh, by the way, I just want to say something about Kansas City. I saw after the game, their record was three and one, and I saw that one. Who was that one loss again? By the way. Ooh. Ooh. Anyways, um, I, I'm with you. I I don't love their offense. I thought. I mean, I know it was Jets D and Jets D's outstanding, but Mahomes was off yesterday. Yep. Kelsey was completely isolated. You know, he got taken out of the game, and I, there just wasn't a lot to like about the Chiefs. Their their defense did a lot against a Jets a, a a Jets offense that was surging for two and a half quarters. Yeah. But other than that, there wasn't a lot to like about the Chiefs yesterday. I'm with you. I there was nothing. Outside of Isaiah Pacheco, I didn't like anything about the Chiefs game yesterday. But that's scary also because there's nowhere to go but up for them. That's also true. It's a good point. There was more. They look like shit, and they're 3-1. and You can't can't really complain about that. No. Yes. I I didn't say that they weren't any good. I said they don't feel like the same. No. They're not not feel like the Chiefs. They have a lot to work on. Yeah. But, But hats off to Zach Wilson. I just wanted to say that. That was that was. Yeah, he pretty... finally looked like an NFL quarterback yesterday for the first time. That was one of the most gutsy performances I've ever seen. When you factor yeah. in all of the context and the people yep. watching for Taylor you know Swift, I felt good for Robert Sala. 
Because yeah. Amu Bob was yeah. on that fucking guy. He dude. looked he looked damn good yesterday, and he went yeah. to bat for his team when he, he was got, screaming at the ref. He, was, he went to bat for his got, team. Yeah, but he was getting annihilated prior to that. After last week, dude, my mm-hmm. God. He got a uh, unsportsmanlike conduct. I loved it. He did. Yeah. It was excellent. I've always wanted to see that. That's a hell of a coach. Yeah. yeah. And and somehow there was a report before the game yesterday that him and Joe Shane, Joe Schoen, Joe Shane, whatever their GM's name, their jobs apparently aren't like guaranteed. They aren't safe. Why the fuck would you move on from Robert Sala? I have no That's idea. the best coach you've had there in years. Since Rex Ryan was there. Yeah. And he's better than Rex Ryan, too. I think we can agree on that, right? He's got a no. hard on for the Ryan brothers. No, he's so. not better than Rex Ryan. No. Who's the ugly, fatter one? You're the third Ryan brother. Yeah, Rob, you Rob, are. You're, That's Rob Ryan. You look like Rob Ryan. Rex Dan. Your buddy's Rex oldest. Dan? No, the fat no, one. No, Rob, 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 Rob Ryan. Rob Ryan. Yeah, the yeah. creepier one. Yeah. Yeah. No, Ra- you're Ra- the creepiest Rex, Ryan. Rex is a good, good. He might not be a great head coach. He was an excellent defensive coordinator. And his dad was a great defensive coordinator. Don't give me that fucking 85 Bears bullshit right now. that 85 Bears team over anybody today. Anyways, uh, let's move on. Monday night football. The Seahawks are heading to MetLife to play the Giants. Seahawks are a two-and-a-half point favorite. Over-under in this game is 45-and-a-half. I'm going to go No, off. Sa- no Saquon? No Saquon Barkley no Saquon. tonight. Uh, he's doubtful. Andrew Thomas is also out for them. Um, guess what? At, at the end of the day, we haven't seen enough of the Giants actually functioning as an offense to take them, let alone functioning as an offense without Saquon Barkley. I hate taking Seattle, but what I do, mean, what, is, what do people know about this? They're a point and a half favorite. That's it. They're two and a half now. You ready for this? Oh, God, Daniel Jones is one in twelve in prime time. And when those games are at night, he's one and nine. He's very bad in primetime, including his last game that he played in, too. He's very due. That's not good. Yeah. Because you want to know something? Very due. If Daniel Jones, this is just a little side, just a little sidecar. If Daniel Jones can find a way to put up 13 points tonight in our fantasy league, the standings do not change. Everyone will be two and two. All 14 teams will be two and two. I love that chaos scenario. Who has him? CYO champs. They are down by 13. He is the only person left to go. He needs to put a, if Daniel Jones puts up a 14, every one and two team will have beaten a two and one team this week, and everybody will be two and two. So here's the thing. I think the Seahawks are very fraudulent still. I do too. And I think that was a, a one-off game that the Lions needed to choke away to get everybody back <laughs> on track. Um, I thought the Seahawks got pushed by a pretty bad team. Daniel Jones is actually serviceable at home. And I think that Brian Dable is one of the better coaches in football. I think he's a top 10 coach, and I think he's going to have them ready to play. I think he's going to have them prepared. And I really, really want to pick the Giants at home. I really do. In fact, I'll go as far. You know what? I'll buy into this. I'll say the Giants cover. I'll say they cover the two and a half. I just history history tells me Daniel Jones isn't good enough to win this game, and it's going to be tough without Saquon. So I'll, I'll take Seattle to win it straight up. And the under. There's going to be somebody that comes out of this game looking like a superstar. We just don't know who it is yet. Well, are you going to tell us? Darius Slayton. <laughs> it's, it's, this is a game that screams Jalen Hyatt. That Seattle secondary has not been good. Weatherspoon's banged up right now. Um, he playing? I, I thought he was I out. Think, I, think he's, I think he is playing, but I, I yeah. know he's banged up. Check, can you check that, Devin Witherspoon's? He, he is playing, here. active. He's playing. Okay. Um, th- their secondary hasn't been good. They gave up 40-some to the Lions. They gave up 20-some to the Panthers. The, they got stomped by... Puka Nakua, 
Um, so this might be a game that Daniel Jones eats, and I'm going to root for it because I just can't stand Seattle. And um, by the way, Seattle comes back to Ford Field again next year for the third, the third or fourth year in a row. By the way, just want you, want you guys to know that redemption's coming. Uncle Sam. Awesome. I'm going to take the Giants in this game. Ooh. Giants to win or Giants just to cover? Giants to win. Ooh. I don't hate Giants it. to win. I don't hate it. And I'm taking the under. I'm going to take Seattle minus two and a half in the under. Just because one of two things are going to happen. This is either, like, honest to God, last night was like the first late game that we've seen that was actually like a good football game all the way till the end. This is either going to be so dumpster. Go ahead. So dumpster fiery. That it's going to be good up until the end, or Seattle's going to run them, and it's going to be over. Danny Dimes is due. Danny Dimes is due. That's the three Ds. Danny Triple Dimes D. is due. Dimebag Danny. Dimebag Danny. Danny Dimes is due. He's one in what? One in fucking 12? 12 all time. In prime time. Danny Dimes is due. Something's got to give. Danny Dimes is due. He finds a way tonight to, to, to punch Pete Carroll in the hole. Either Danny Dimes is due or Danny Dimes is doo-doo. Yeah. One of the two. Uh, okay. Anything else to add? Taylor Swift, go away. Zola? I'm good. I'm excited for a Lions game day on Sunday. It's gonna be Take good. Travis Kelsey with you. Bruce, anything to add? Uh, actually, our, stand, our picks this week, I had three losses. Zolo had seven losses. You had six. Sam had six. Wow. You only lost. You only dumped three games this week? Three games. I'm going to fact check that to make you sure. Can, you can check that out. I did it He's real he's probably. He he's looks so baked, baked right now. You right better now check that. that we're gonna did you at least get check. these picks right? But you want to know what? I, you know what I noticed? We, he went against most of our picks, and we, we did do pretty bad this week. It was a weird week. Yeah, it was a fucked up And week. you and I went out of our we, our way to not go chalk, too. Like we, Correct. We picked the, the minute, Panthers. I, I, I was, picked the Browns. I was kind of grabbing grabbing at straws. I was. <laughs> I'll admit it. There's a few games there where I shouldn't have done that. Okay, But well, I said, this fuck week, it, because I got well, mad. You took Houston. Huh? You took Houston. Of course I took Houston. I think you were the I only one that took Houston. Houston. Was, I believe in Houston. He, the he took the Rams over. We all took in. My Houston was the yeah. Browns. And can, yeah. can I get a sad bark for the dog pound real no, quick? No, no barking. <laughs> dog pound wins their fucking division. No barking. So what you're saying get rid is of the Keebler elf. If the Browns win the division, you'll bark? If the Browns win the division, I will not only bark, I'll roll over. Can you, How about playoffs? <laughs> can, we, can we settle at playoffs to get you to bark? No. I bark every week. They I don't know why you're division. too good to bark. They have to win their division. Oh, all right. Uh, so thank you guys again for listening to another episode of the Tip Balls podcast. We will be back Wednesday with our middle of the week kind of cleanup show. Uh, make sure to follow our socials, Instagram and Twitter at Tip Balls, TikTok at Tip Balls podcast. If you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Music, make sure to check us out on YouTube. Hop into the chat and remember to subscribe. Thank you to everybody who got into the chat today. We uh, we always love watching your guys' comments pop up. Who's on in that. it? Shout out to Arab Fantasy always. Shout out to Arab Fantasy. Shout out to President Baker. Shout out to Angie Lalo. He doesn't know what he's looking at. Sarah, shout out to Sarah. Sa shout out to Sarah. There's a whole bunch of them in there. Too. Sarah? Solo Sarah's Sarah. on there? Solo Sarah. Not, oh, not I thought you meant Sarah. Sarah. Different Sarah. Sarah. Yeah. I thought you meant a different Sarah. If, no. No. So thank you guys so much for listening. You will hear from us on Wednesday.